I'm so tired of women's soccer. And, and that's what today's No Things Considered is about. It's episode six. Last time I said it was episode four because I'm stupid. I'm tired of women's soccer. I, I, it's great that they won. It's great that they won FIFA. I really didn't know anything about the team. But what we've learned is that it's all about politics, and it's all about being woke, and it's all about virtue signaling. That's why the parade was in New York. They couldn't have had that parade in the middle of the country and had any kind of turnout. It had to be either New York, maybe Washington, D.C., L.A., San Francisco, maybe Seattle. Nowhere else would they have been able to get a, a turnout like that. Because it's the woke social justice warrior parade, and I'm, I'm just tired of it. I think a lot of humans are tired of it. I, I didn't even, I, I can only name, number one, one member of the team. The only reason I know about anything that they've done is because of their captain, who will tell you all of her demographics at any point for no reason, who took a knee for the national anthem because she saw that it worked and it was good marketing for Colin Kaepernick. You cannot convince me that this is about anything else other than being woke. The people who turned out to see them. I mean, you're, you're seeing people weigh in on women's soccer online that uh, clearly not to stereotype, don't look like they've ever watched a sport before in their lives. And this is, this is the, the way to virtue signal this week, is to scream that women deserve equal pay in sports, even though no one goes to see those games. But I, I'm tired, let's, let's do this in order here. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it because it's not about the sport, it's not about representing America. I mean, they say it. I'm watching Rapinoe, I'm watching these other players, talking about how I, 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 me, me, me. Maybe that's the difference between men and women in sports. She's saying, I did this. I deserve this. When she's holding the trophy during this parade the other day, Megan Rapinoe, the purple hair. Uh, she's, a, she's a lesbian. She'll tell you that. She's a, a white lesbian, something, blah, blah, blah. She goes through this whole thing. I've, I've never seen an athlete talk about how great they are as much as her, as much as the players on this team. And look, they're a good team, but they always, every time you see a team talk about winning, it's, it's about the team winning. In, in baseball, it's almost like, it, baseball and football, it's the same thing. You, you get the, the player out and he goes, you know, it's not about me, it's about the team. So-and-so played well today, and, you know, the pitcher did well, and I also hit a home run, and we were able to come together as a unit. This has been all I, 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 me, 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 and demographics. Could you imagine if... In a celebration parade, you started with woke, woke statements. I mean, she said, and, and I can pull the clip. I'm not going to pull it here. You can look it up yourselves. You guys are smart. You probably have seen it. She's like, we've got black girls. We've got white girls. We've got lesbians. And everybody's cheering for each one. Who cares? You've got soccer players. You've got the best soccer team in the world. That's what you've got. Who cares about the demographics? Unless you're virtue signaling and you want you want to grab that market, the little bit of a market that you'll get, a couple of people will buy a couple of extra jerseys. Not going to get your equal pay, by the way. But who cares? Who cares about the demographics of the team? Just play soccer and be good at it. And you were. I, I'm just, I'm tired of it. When, when your first stop, when your first media stops are the Rachel Maddow show and Anderson Cooper... After you win a championship, tell me it's about a sport. Convince me that it's somehow about the sport that you just played. It's not. 
It's about you saying you didn't want to go to the White House. It's about things being political. The very first media stop, the very first exclusive interview was with Rachel Maddow. Probably because they get their hair cut at the same supercuts in D.C. or something. But, like, what does that tell you about this? Like, it wasn't wasn't a sit-down. It wasn't, like, a a special with uh, ESPN. It was Rachel Maddow. Who is just there. She's just a talking head. She's too liberal for, remember, I believe a month, a month and a half ago, the New York Times didn't want their reporters to go on her show because it was too biased. That's the first place you stop as a the representative of America, as a world championship sports team, as a completely biased to the point that the New York Times doesn't want their reporters going on it, political left-leaning show. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know about it. I just, I, I couldn't imagine her speech being acceptable. Could you imagine, so uh, say a baseball team, I forget who won last year, honestly, in Major League Baseball because the Mets and the Orioles are my teams and there's just no chance they will ever win anything. So I kind of zone out. But I know it was the Astros a couple of years ago. I, I, I was in it then. But could you imagine like the parade for a Major League Baseball team and the first thing a guy does when he gets up is talk about to talk about the championship, is talk about the races and sexual orientation of the other players. I mean, it would be kind of boring in certain sports, don't get me wrong. But could you imagine, like, it doesn't even fit. It doesn't even make sense. You would never expect it. Because it's not expected, because they're playing a sport, because they're a team, because they're representing their city. It's, this is just so stupid to me and and why would you alienate listen if you're worried about the money you make as a soccer team and and not making the same amount of money as men why would you alienate half the country by by hating on trump and drawing demographic lines and being so woke why would you do that what is the purpose of that why in the world would you alienate a a good majority of the country at least half, by drawing political lines. It's stupid. It's stupid. You're supposed to be representing the country. I I tweeted the other day, and, and I was thinking about this. It blows my mind that the first time a lot of people heard about this FIFA U.S. women's team was representing the country, representing the United States of America, was when the team captain took a knee for the anthem of the United States of America. They're representing the country, and the first time that many people heard about the team was when she took a knee for the national anthem. Think about that. That is, that's unbelievable to me. So that, that aside, all the social justice warrior, all the, all the wokeness, we get into this, this subject of how much they should get paid. They, they're like, we should make the same amount of money as the men. The men, I think, make something like $7 billion more in the FIFA tournament than the women's tournament does. And if you look at the percentages, and we're going to shut this down real quick, you look at the percentages of what they get paid, the men get paid 9% of the total uh, of the money that comes through for FIFA. And the women get paid 13%. So they actually already make more money than the men if you go by percentages. But math is hard. Not Not to perpetuate stereotypes, but if you're a woman saying that demanding equal pay... And saying that women make less money than men. They actually make more 
in FIFA by percentages of what their sports bring in. It's not socialism, it's capitalism. FIFA especially is a big capitalist organization. They're trying to make as much money as possible. You're perpetuating a stereotype if you're a woman saying that women don't make as much as men in that sport by being bad at math. So think about that. I just, I, I, the whole thing, the wokeness, all of it. I, I can't, I can't handle it. People can't handle it. They need to go away. Uh, Ronda Rousey, actually, I, I posted a clip up I found of, of Ronda Rousey where she was, she was actually the highest paid UFC fighter when she was in the UFC because she was everywhere. She was popular. People were buying her shirts. People were buying pay-per-views to see her kick other women's butts. And she was asked about this equal pay soccer thing. Actually, she was in Aust- she had, there was an Australian reporter who asked her about it. And she, she kind of chuckled like a second. She had to pause. And she goes, you know, bring in more money and you'll make more money. She's, she said, I'm not getting paid more money because they wanted to do something nice for the ladies. I get paid more money because I'm popular, because people buy things of mine, because people turn out to see me kick other women's butts. It's called supply and demand. People aren't watching women's sports. People don't turn out to see women's soccer matches. Maybe FIFA, they filled the stadiums. Great. But people aren't turning out to watch these things. And you get paid accordingly. That's why baseball players make insane amounts of money. Bryce Harper, I think, just signed a $30 million contract. It's because they know that he can sell jerseys and T-shirts. People will turn out just to see him. He's an exciting player. He's great marketing for the team. It's an insane amount of money. I think it's too much money, to be honest with you. But there are uh, statisticians, marketing, everyone else. There's a panel of experts with these billion-dollar teams who take a look at these players and go, okay, this guy will generate more revenue than what he's getting paid. People will pay $100 a night to come sit in a seat and watch the guy play baseball, even if he sucks. That calculation goes into things. You best believe that calculation also goes into women's soccer or women's basketball. And I'm not going to knock women's basketball because I haven't heard any equal pay and garbage from them at all uh, recently. I mean, that's if you want to go if you want to go down this road of supply and demand, it's why uh, stars in arena football only make forty to fifty thousand dollars because nobody turns out to see them. And when they turn out to see them, the tickets are like $10. Or I think it's like $40 all you can drink or something like that. Some crazy deal. I should actually go to an arena football game. That'd be fun. It's a sport I could watch. I think soccer's boring. I think a lot of Americans think soccer's boring. It always seems to me when, when FIFA comes around and when these international tournaments come around for soccer, the people who go to see them are like your, your journalism majors and your women's studies majors and people. It's like sort of like a, an elite kind of douchey thing to go watch. Those are the people who go see them. It's not like your your typical baseball football fan. It's like the people who uh, want to show that they're woke and kind of elitist. Uh, it's it, because when I lived in Texas, no one cared. When I lived in Washington D.C., everyone went. It's it's like the liberal bubble sport, soccer, just in general. I don't know. I listen. Nobody's turning out to see women's soccer. Uh, during regular seasons and games. Nobody nobody can name players on the team other than this week and, and Megan Rapinoe for taking a knee. You can literally name multiple men's soccer players. It's just... 
it doesn't make sense. The whining doesn't make sense. People aren't turning out to the games. You, you get paid by supply and demand. People aren't buying the jerseys. Maybe just this week they will. And then you make it all about social justice and demographics when it should be about playing a sport and representing your country. I don't believe any other country, and I mean, I can do the research, but I really don't care because I don't care about women's soccer. Not a fan of soccer anyway, but it's, I don't believe any other team, I didn't hear anything about anybody taking a knee for another national team's flag or, or an anthem or yelling about demographics on another team. I don't know. But nothing else hit in the news. There's no comparable thing going on with any other player. So she's literally the most popular player, this Rapinoe, for disrespecting the country's anthem for some sort of social justice reason. I, it just, this kind of stuff, man, it, it just divides the country. And it's, I wouldn't have even been talking about this if it wasn't for that. I'd be like, yay, you know, U.S. women's team won. But no. This is literally just social justice garbage, and, and it's, it's tiring, and it's old. I, I'd like to know if you guys know anything about this team other than Megan Rapinoe. And by the way, I, I think I saw an article. Somebody was, was dunking on them, like, cussing or something like that, or, like, you know, being, like, inappropriate at the parade. And, and sure, like, you know, that, that might offend families, but I, I have no right to comment on people cussing or whatever at a parade. Man, I am... I'm mouthy. When I do my live show, I am mouthy. So that is, uh, I, I can't, I'd be a hypocrite to comment on that. The other thing I wanted to talk about today is uh, I get to host the Accuracy in Media 50th Anniversary Gala in November. I am so excited about this. I'm going to be the MC of the event. Uh, it's going to be at the National Press Club where I used to be the young member chair, which is kind of interesting to come back there. I, I've quit the press club. I I, I, it does nothing for me professionally, and, and I think it's extremely biased at times. They, they certainly hate the president and have been very outward about his quote-unquote attack on the free press. I don't believe he's attacked the free press. He has the right to comment on things just like anybody else has the right to comment on things. And if he doesn't like what they say, he can call them fake news. That's fine. It's hard to, I, I, it's hard to say that you're representing the free press when you're playing a victim card here. You're not a victim. The, the media in America is not a victim. They're openly critical of, of the president, and he has been the worst fascist dictator ever because he has not shut them down. They are constantly critical of him, and he lets it keep going. I think it's helped him in the end. It shows that there's an us versus them. It sets up the narrative for his 2020 campaign that the media can't let things go, and everything is the worst thing that's ever happened in their eyes. But the press club has come out and said that uh, Donald Trump has uh, attacked the press by calling them fake news and whatnot and, and whatever. So I'm going to go back, Accuracy and Media, great organization, and uh, and be the MC of their event. I, the guests there are going to be uh, Anthony Scaramucci, uh, Ben Carson, Diamond and Silk, and I believe, oh, Neil Patel, the uh, publisher of The Daily Caller. So that'll be a great event. If you're in the Washington, D.C. area, I should have the date on me. Hold on, I'm gonna, you're going to hear clicking. I'm going to click to my Twitter where I have this information and i'm going to tell you where you can go and see it i'm literally if you can hear the little typing on on the nice microphone it is november 13th 2019 
uh, 6 p.m. and is cocktails. 7 p.m. is dinner. I will not be drinking beforehand, but the after party is going to be at Shelly's back room. Um, and it will be a hell of an event. It'll be super fun. I don't know if you knew this or not, but I don't drink before I perform ever. I want to make sure I hit my spots. And, and it'll be a big night. I'm going to have, I'll probably do a, a mini version of the No Things Considered live show where I have uh, the screen behind me and I'm making fun of the news and I, I rip on people who are in the audience and the guests and, and it'll be just a really, really great time. And if you're in town, cost a little bit. I think it's uh, $100 for students, $200 for regular folks, but it'll be a great gala. Uh, it goes to a good cause and uh, you will all really, really have an enjoyable time at this. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And uh, you know who won't be there? Any of the U.S. women's soccer team. I guarantee you that. And by the way, uh, everyone will have forgotten about the U.S. women's soccer team probably in a week, week and a half, when we're on to something else to be woke about. It's, you know, they're in their news cycle. CNN and MSNBC won't have anything to say. Unless, oh, when they go to the White House. They have been invited to the White House, but apparently they're not going. They're going to go to uh, visit Chuck Schumer in his crappy office instead, and AOC or whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Be so woke. Wow. You do nothing but cost yourself money by dividing the country that way. Anyway, that's it for the No Things Considered podcast today. I was going to say this week. I do two a week. Uh, my name is Tim Young. You can follow me at Tim Runs His Mouth. And also, uh, like and subscribe and share this with your friends. Um, it's This is all supported by you guys. And I'm happy to be here and happy to be uh, being able to talk about the news with you. So thanks for thanks for listening. Like, share, follow me on Twitter, all that good stuff. We'll talk again soon. It's no things considered. See ya.